0: Okay, here we go, back on the podcast. Haven't done one of these in a while. Figured, I don't really have time. This is the end of semester. I have a lot of stuff to do, so why not jump right in and do a podcast, right? Smart kid, procrastinating at his finest, but not without pure gold content back at it. Uh, Well, maybe we'll figure it out as we go through. Uh, A lot of stuff with school. I know you guys are bummed out. uh, Bummed by School, you know, a bunch of stuff going on. There's a lot of good weather. And guess what? I'm going to give you one tip for today. Enjoy the good weather. And how do you do that? You get rid of the bad. How do you get rid of the bad? You do your homework. You do your stuff when there's bad weather. And then when there's good, you enjoy it more because you just created time for yourself. That being said, let's jump into sports. Sports. What has happened since we left off? Maybe off-season moves. Maybe a couple off-season moves. Did we talk about the Odell trade? We haven't. Did we talk about this? Did we talk about that? We haven't. The NFL got better. The Cleveland Browns got good. We've been over this. This is old news. Don't want to talk about it. Here's what I want to address today. My end point of the episode is that Gurriel Jr. has had troubles on defense and both at-bat. We send him back down to the minor leagues. He is a Blue Jay player, for those of you who do not watch baseball. Uh, I still believe in the kid. I think he can be our future second baseman uh, with Vladdy and Bo uh, tearing it up short and third. I mean, eventually Guerrero becomes DH slash first base only, but uh, because... I mean, his defense. We know it's not his strong point of the game, but he's, he's about as good a hitter as you're ever gonna find. A Guy can probably hit for like three forty, uh, before the end of the season. I'm telling you, this is one of the greatest prospects, and by far, we are tired of seeing him in the minor leagues. He has played in the minor leagues. He has scored. A, he has hit a home run on Friday. He's hit three hit three hits yesterday. Three for four, I think. Guy's an average stud, and not by average, I mean batting average stud. This guy is going to get on base more than anybody, maybe not on base in walks, maybe not on base, but this guy does not strike out, and this guy gets hits after hits after hits after hits. It doesn't even make sense. It doesn't even make sense why he's still in the minor leagues. Now, we send back down Goriel Jr., no problem. Why the hell are we not calling up Vladdy? When is the date? I don't know. There's a date out there uh, that we got to get past so that we can say, okay, we can call him up. We have control with of him for an extra year. I don't mind that. This is monetary. This is business. We know this guy is the best prospect in baseball. We'll keep him in his prime for one more year. I think that's a good investment. Uh, But unfortunately, it sucks for baseball fans right now. We saw Pete Alonso. We got Fernando Tatis. Senzel is still down there dealing with injuries. Uh, Forrest Whitley is still down. So I think those guys will come up a little later. Uh, Whitley, that being, and Senzel. But I think the one that's most ready to come up right now is the top prospect in all of baseball. This is the best prospect the baseball has ever seen in the past 10 years. I think. No, maybe not. Uh, I think Ben Benintendi was good. I think all those guys were good. But none have been more hyped up than Vladimir Guerrero Jr. Uh, this guy's in, you know, scouts rate hitting on an 80, 20, 80 scale. Uh, 80, 20 scale or something. Meaning that best is 80 and the worst is 20. This guy's an 80. Okay. he's a, His hitting tools are insane. He's got good power. He's got great power, above average power, um, but I don't think he's going to be that much of a home run guy. I think you can expect 25 dingers, uh, 20 to 25 to 30 dingers, but I think you can expect a high batting average player with better than Altuve power, uh, maybe better than Altuve average. I think better than Altuve average and slightly better than Altuve power, although we have seen in the past week five games, five homers for... Uh, Jose Altuve, which is crazy. He's now at seven home runs. He's hit 15 in 2014. So, hello, Mr. Altuve? Or did he Did he hit seven? Uh, did he hit 15 last year or something? I don't know. We can expect 20 dingers. 20 dingers from Altuve. We'll, we'll usually take that. Uh, actually, we can expect 10 to 15. Uh, I don't know. Can we, we can expect 15 to 20 dingers from Altuve. And this year, I don't know, maybe we'll expect more because it's been less than a month and he's already at seven. So, yeah, yeah, he's hit seven home runs in 2014. So, this guy's a stud. This guy's a stud. I don't know. I don't know about you guys, but I love baseball. And uh, an indication of that is I've been fairly addicted to fantasy baseball, uh, going decent in uh, some of my leagues, some of my leagues not so much some of my leagues you know, whatever Uh, but I did try to get Tatis in most of them, I did, but again, (laughs) the player I have most owned across most leagues is out of 6 of 7 leagues, which I know, what are you you thinking, doing 7 fantasy leagues, just gives me more time to spend on my phone, instead of you know, sitting in class doing nothing modify the team adjust the players move on check all the teams and then we're good to go it's a process i think drafting is the most exciting part i think because you, you you're so hyped up right because you're like oh this team's gonna be great and eloy yemen been called up again we didn't talk about him we talked about pete we talk about tatis but those guys have been doing good tatis is about five home runs i think uh i hit another one yesterday uh so he's he's pretty hot right now. Alonzo is also doing really really well. Crush Davis. Ten dingers first to reach ten dingers, uh, crazy like this guy. He's batting two forty seven. On his, like I don't even know. Like it just doesn't make sense. Uh, yeah, the, the two forty seven number around Crush Davis is weird. He's batted two forty seven for the last two and maybe the last three. It's like weird, weird numbers. But yeah, the guy consistently hits 40-plus home runs with 247 average. If you can get dependable 247 average, 40-plus home runs every year, that's crazy. That's good. Now he's already at 10. We're what, April 16th, 15th? God, this guy's going to be scary. League started 15 days ago or something like that, 15, 18 days ago. Okay? I mean, a guy, guy, guy can hit the ball. He's on pace for what, 72, 73? I don't know. Hopefully. That'd be crazy. It's always fun. You know, Sten, like for a while, like he was hitting dingers after dingers after dingers. I think it was probably like a last month of the season or before last month of the season. Uh, not this season, not last season, but the one before. And that was just fun to watch. And I was like, God damn, maybe Barry Bonds' record is shatterable. Clearly not. Barry Bonds is one of those records that's probably not going to get beaten. But again, like, baseball is going to go on forever. I do expect somebody to come along and... Like, I mean, it's got to happen. Eventually, it's going to happen. But to come back, talking about prospects, I think we can rank them. Alonzo Tatis. Yeah, Yemenez is there. I mean, we've got five prospects, right? Uh, that's the full six prospects. I think Forrest Whitley. Before Whitley hasn't come up. Nick Sanzel hasn't come up. He's been dealing with injuries, which I think Senzel is not going to perform as high as people think he is. Uh, People thought he was going to make opening day roster. He didn't, even though there was an injury to Scooter Jeanette. And, you know, now we send down Lourdes Gurriel Jr. And we're not going to call up Vladi Jr. Kind of confused, but again, we might not be past that date. I think we should see Vladi in the next two weeks. Tops. Tops. Please, next Wednesday is my birthday. Okay? Do me a present, Blue Jay Nation. And give me this guy on my team. And give me that jersey on my back. Because I'm going to need one of those. I don't know. Still contemplating. White or blue. I don't know. I like those cream ones. You know, that cream Dodgers, Jackie Robinson. Or, you know, cream St. Louis. uh, Philly's got somewhat of a cream one. It's kind of cool. But we're not going to go bandwagon and get a Bryce Harper jersey. So that's not happening. But never know. Maybe we fall in love with Harper at some point. But we've got him in none of our fantasy leagues uh, just because people were drafting him early. Uh, I like Jose Ramirez coming into the year and clearly that hasn't paid dividends or has it. I don't even know. I like Jose Ramirez coming in and he was the first pick in a decent amount of my leagues. Um, I can't obviously see it right now because my internet is fucking trash. Uh, it's been trash for the last couple of days. And again, Pete Alonso with a run. Uh, one for one with a run. Uh, and they tie the Phillies. That's okay. Uh, three to three. Three to three? I just left. It was enough. Zero, zero. Anyways. Uh, obviously, okay, so we didn't pick the right league, but... Where the fuck okay, so Jose Ramirez. Maybe we don't have him in that many leagues. Because I thought I got him in multiple... Uh, Wilson Ramos, one run, two ribbies right now. Williams, Astudio. Well, apparently this guy's an average machine, which is cool. So, yeah, Jose Ramirez, rank 606. I don't even think he has a home run. Uh, pair doubles in victory. Uh, foot comes off bench Friday, not a lineup Friday. So, this guy has nothing, okay? I mean, this guy has not been productive at all this year. But we've been lucky enough to have the guys like Bellinger. This this is one of the leagues I'm getting fucked in. Yeah, we got Blackman. He's not doing anything so far. Uh, Rosario has recently come around. Bregman has not been doing great. He's been doing okay, but not great. Not Bregman level. Not top 30 player level uh, that we've seen Bregman is able to do. So... We're still hoping for these guys to kind of break through. And some players have a late season breakthrough, and that's fine. Uh, I don't think the Astros have been doing particularly good. Um, and the Mariners has sur- surprised everybody this year. Um, and again, like we've had some like We saw the Severino injury. So now Severino's out for a while. Uh, and now he's injured again, apparently, uh, while he was rehabbing. So that sucks. He's going to be out for a while. He was a great pitcher. Uh, but apparently he's going to lose maybe some a little bit of that power with that injury, so that kind of sucks. We also got Kershaw, but Kershaw's going to be back today, 10 p.m. or uh, 7, 10 p.m. Pacific Coast Time, uh, Pacific Standard Time, PST. I don't know, PCD, BST. I think it's PST, Pacific Time, PT, I don't even know. But Eastern, it's ten ten, So, you know, we'll see Kershaw on the mound over there in Dodger Land, which is fun. Uh, no one dislikes Kershaw. I think we hope he's going to do good. Uh, and somebody dropped him into one of my leagues. So I picked him up and said, you know what? We'll give Kershaw a shot. OP on drop. Um, not concerned at all. Been doing stuff for school, completed assignments. We're talking baseball today. Uh, we love baseball. Analytical minds. Love baseball. Uh, and that's kinda cool. I played baseball in my life, but I never realized like this more the more you learn, the more it's fun. Uh, you know, I I generally I think the league is headed the right direction. Uh, we've seen a lot of stuff but, to start the year, but we've seen a lot of great pitching too. Like Joe Musgrove is like the zero ERA through fifteen or something, through sixteen innings pitch. Which is amazing. Uh Not Bellinger. I have Bellinger on my mind. We could talk Bellinger. We could talk Bellinger hitting dingers left, right, center. Uh, This guy's really good, and he's got one of the best swings in the league. My friends uh, generally like him. I just have Mathieu who doesn't like him, which is weird. Uh, Mathieu, ah, je sais pas, je l'aime pas tant. That's okay, Mathieu. I won't hold a grudge, but you will get mentioned in the podcast. So the audience knows Mathieu unreliable source. No, but he just said that after one game, we saw what this guy can do. This guy's got power. Um, and who knows, you know, he's probably going to slow down. He eventually has to, you can't keep up a pace that that's, that this hot. Uh, and if you can, well, see a Barry Bonds is no longer in the record books. But uh, I still think he's had a great start to the season. He's like ranked number one fantasy, fantasy points, he's got steals, maybe every once in a while, I think he's a great player, great asset, and the Dodgers are looking pretty sharp to start the year, uh, and if Kershaw can get back uh, in good shape, good health, he uh, can start throwing decent, that, that's going to be fun, fun to watch, Urias has been a, a lot of fun to watch too, so I think their Dodgers, if they can get their asses in the playoffs again, they're still going to be in the talks, I think they're a good team. Uh, but let's not dismiss the Padres. I think the Padres have a lot, lot, lot of good young pitching. I think the Machado contract, you know, I was severely underestimating the race. I did not know at all what was going on with that team. But I'm figuring out they've got decent players over there. Uh, Franville Reyes, uh, possible stud. No, they've got Machado. They've got Tatis. They've got Hosmer, I think which is not bad. I like Hosmer. Uh, they, they have other people. They have Will Myers, which is not bad either. Uh, so I think the Padres have options. I think the Padres are a low-key, like, potential winner of their division. Possibly, right? Um, like, if I had to bet, like, I wouldn't bet on the Dodgers just because your odds are not going to be that great. But I'd bet on them winning their division. I'd bet on the Twins winning theirs, just because the Cub, uh, the the Indians, have great pitching. But other than that, they've got nothing. They've got Lindor and Ramirez, and that's it. Maybe Santana. Santana's been hot. But other than that, that team is garbage. But man, starting pitching for that team, crazy. Bauer, Bieber. Uh, Bauer-Bieber, uh, Kluber, and Clevenger. I love Clevenger. Uh, he's one of my favorite players. I drafted him in most of the leagues I could. Uh, and even in one league, I think I got him at like 96 overall, which is amazing. Or like, whatever. It was crazy. Crazy pickup. I love I l- I love the kid. Uh, he's, he's extremely fun to watch. I think he pitches really f- like he's fast with, with between pitches. Uh, he's one of those pitchers that just like, boom, 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 we're getting out of here. But he's been striking out guys. He's got velocity. He's got a nice curveball uh, or a nice slider. This guy's good, okay? There's not there's nothing not to like about Clevenger. Unfortunately, injured 60-day DL, so we're not going to see him for a while. Maybe all star-break sort of time frame, which absolutely sucks because He is a fucking stud, especially with Kluber struggling like crazy right now. Kluber has been a piss-off this year. I have him in one of my leagues, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to go early pitcher because I don't want to get fucked. Well, did indeed get fucked because Kluber ain't that great, guys. Kluber ain't that great. Low-key, I would trade for him, but I don't like him that much. And that's what I'm saying. Like Fantasy teams, you got to draft players you like. Because if you, if you don't like the guy and he does poorly, you just want to get rid of him and no one wants him. So I think you draft guys you like and whatever, you drop them. If they don't do good or you try to trade him. some guy wants Alvarado from me right now. And he's not getting them because I like Alvarado. And my other relievers are like givens. And uh, that's not going to cut it. But enough about fantasy and enough... Uh, I think the Blue Jays are not going to win games, so it's not, like if you go back to the Vladimir Guerrero Jr. topic, I think the Blue Jays are not going to win games this year. They're not going to be good. Uh, they're, we're hopefully going to trade Stroman and uh, Sanchez for something. Something. I think Stroh's got potential. I think he could be a middle rotation, that third guy. I think if you if Stroh is your third guy and not your ace like he is in Toronto, that's that could be potentially very, very good. Uh, just that he's facing arbitration, I think we have to sign him next year. So hopefully he's gone by half the season. Uh, love Stroh. Uh, nothing against Stroh. I think he's a fun pitcher to watch. Uh, and he definitely had really great moments with us. Uh, you know, we had that postseason run. Postseason runs. Uh We had Aaron Sanchez be really good one year Like we had uh, like a really good team Again, Anthopoulos was our GM. Look where he is now. Look what that team is doing Uh, Let's take a second here. Anthopoulos is a hell of a GM Canadian born, Montreal born, from where where we're from And that guy, I don't know, but the Jays were trash for a couple years and he brought that team together He shot Josh Donaldson for nothing Okay, yeah, we traded, you know, Syndergaard. Syndergaard for Dickey. I get it. But Dickey had just won a Cy Young. Or, you know, and he was a knuckleball pitcher, and he was fun to watch. And we were making a playoff push, and that's a move we had to make. Unfortunately, turns out Syndergaard's a stud. Um, but what if Syndergaard was a bust? We would have looked really much smarter. I think we did a lot of moves in those years that were fantastic. Fantastic. And now he's he's gone. We got Shapiro. Shapiro's trash. You know? I don't think... Or is it Ross... Ross Atkins or something? Ross Atkins? I don't even know. All this to say, RGM, not the greatest right now. And, you know, hopefully we get a line. I, I get it. Next year we're going to have a clean slate, which means we can sign whoever the hell we want. I just hope you don't fuck this up. Okay, we've got no, we don't, we are not obliged to pay anybody this year, which means we're not stuck with any long term contracts other than Tulo's contract, which we're still playing, which is kind of sucks. Uh, I wish we kind of wish we kept him, to be completely honest. Uh, that being said, we don't have him anymore. He's with the Yankees, and we got a, a million dollars to spend on whatever, you know? A million more dollars, I guess. We're paying 19 mil for him to play against us. That's not a great deal, but we'll take it. I think he's on DL again, which is uh, unfortunate because he's a great player. Uh, No one wants to see guys on the DL, but we knew he had, you know, issues. Um, This just in... uh, Ohtani has come along without issue in his hitting progression and has also been long tossing as he works his way back from Tommy John. Okay, so the hope remains. Okay, so Shohei Ohtani, a guy that's been injured, Tommy John surgery, but a stud. And we, what do we like about him? We love his swing. We love the way he crushes the ball. Uh I liked him, so I picked him up late in drafts. I get it, he's only a utility player. He's going to serve as a DH. I still like him. I still like him. And I think he, whatever, you might play him in the field or something. Uh, but I think he's probably going to be the Angels' DH. Pool holes at first. I get it, you're stuck with the pool holes contract. and they you got Trout's contract, but that's worth every penny of it. So who cares about that? Pool holes, eh, not worth it. That much, um, that kind of sucks. But whatever, kind of stuck with it. Once you get money from, uh, from him leaving, and you have options, who knows, right? Who knows what we're gonna be able, to, the angels are gonna be able to accomplish. I still think they're gonna be good in the future, if they just build up that that rotation. Well, I think the Jays also have to do that, but, whatever. Trent Thornton, Matt Shoemaker, apparently studs, so. We'll find out. But yeah, hopefully we trade those guys. But again, our GMs suck right now. And let's take a look at what Anthopulus has done. Okay? Huh. Who did he get back there? Oh, JD. What happens? hits a dinger yesterday. Crazy stuff. But guys right most of the time. Anthopulus is a hell of a GM. In my opinion, probably one of their best GMs. Like, the Braves were nothing. I get it. They had a farm system. But the Braves were nothing. Now they're, they're a team. They've got Ronald Acuna Jr., Ozzie Albies, Freddie Freeman. Uh, Dansby Swanson's been hitting kind of hot, I guess, for the start of the season. For a shortstop, he was one of the top shortstops out there. Uh, defensively, he's really good. Uh, they've got Fulty. They've got uh, <coughs> Max Freed, I believe. Sean Newcomb is down there. They've got that Toussaint guy, who apparently looks really good after his seven innings of relief, or six innings of relief. Uh, I mean, who else do they have? Other than Acuna. Anyways, all I'm saying is they signed Acuna for a steal. Uh, about $15 million a year. For 10 years. Are you kidding me? Or <coughs> $100 million for like, eight years? That's crazy. That's crazy. Acuna is worth... 200 million for eight years you okay, know maybe not maybe like 150. I don't know. I wouldn't that's a good deal eight years for Acuna At 100 million, that's like free. That's it's, it's a stud deal. It's a really good deal You locked up a great player for a long time because he could have signed a contract later and if you would have waited later you would have paid him more right if he was good so I think maybe he is starting this new sort of wave where you sign extensions early you signed the, uh, the Albies extension early uh, and that maybe be proved to pay dividends because Albies is really really good I, I think Albies can be really good I think we saw the first half the, yeah last season right he was really good second half not so much but I think, again, could be potential based, could be a potentially, like, in the field, he's a great second baseman, and you're not paying him that much. Like, again, it's a great extension for that team, uh, and I was really surprised to see that. Like, I saw the Acuna, I was like, this is a steal, and now I see Albies, and I say, like, this is a steal. So, even if these guys don't perform, you're still going to be able to trade them for fair value because they're not vastly overpaid and they don't become vastly overpaid because their contracts are not that huge, In inherently not that huge. Like Josh Donaldson, I don't know how much he's paying him, but after his injury plague season last year, probably not that much. So, I, I think the Atlanta Braves are in a really good position right now to do some damage. The Phillies are also, but whatever. You guys know about the Phillies. If you like baseball, you know about the Phillies. MLB is really... Well, whatever. You know how... like The MLB is really pushing the Phillies this year. I have no problem with the Phillies. I just think that, you know... Most of MLB's content is just straight Philly Nation. right? It's designated for Philly Nation, Philly fans. That's good. They've got great fans. They've got hardcore fans. I wouldn't say great. Because some of them... Well, some of them would, I don't know, they'd do crazy shit, let's just say. And with that being said, I don't know if I'm going to wrap things up. Should I wrap things up? Do I have anything else to say? Blue Jays. Blue Jays. I'm a Blue Jay fan, okay? You're going to hear me talk about them all summer. but You're going to hear me rave about Junior, because Juniors are only players. Kevin Pillar is gone. That sucks. Kevin Pillar, I thought, was a franchise guy. I thought, you know what? This guy's going to cost you $12 million. You give him $12 million for seven seasons-ish. That's a good contract for him. And he gets to be your Superman in the outfield for the next seven seasons. And then you say, thanks, Pillar. That was fun. Uh, but we'll sign you to a, a short-term deal worth less money. And he takes it because he likes Toronto, uh, you know. I th- I, I always That's how I pictured Pilar. It, it's one of the locks I had. I said, any other player, it's possible he leaves. But I thought Pilar was for sure a lock, and apparently not. Apparently, now he's gone to San Francisco, and he's doing well over there. I think he did a grand slam, if I'm not mistaken. <coughs> Pilar is a great player. And uh, any team's lucky to have him. He's a, he's a great player, a better person, I think. Uh, you know, he's a California kid, but he liked Toronto. And uh, it, it, it's sad. It's sad to see him go. But, uh, you know, moves are moves. GMs make moves. And not sure that's the best one, because I think Pilar is a cheap outfielder that can get you fucking great defense. But... Uh, I mean, he's definitely top three in terms of defense in the outfield. I mean, Kane is pretty good. Uh, At least top three in the... Top two in the AL. I mean, it's him and Trout-ish. Who else you got? I don't know. But anyways. This is to provide good defense for the Giants, and best of luck to Caleb Pillar in his career. A player I love. Uh, You know, I've never been a fan of, like, the... Pilar lacks power, uh, but you know not every guy's a five-tool player either. He had the speed, uh, and for a while he had the hitting pretty pretty good down, but uh, and after that kind of slowed down. But I think you know he, he's kind of like a Hunter Pence type dude. Uh, of course, not as good uh, in his prime, but I feel like he kind of fills that little Hunter Pence void in New York, uh, in San Francisco. That being said, Tiger Woods' memorable performance uh, this weekend wins the Masters for the fifth time in his career. Uh, first major win for Tiger in over I don't know how long five, ten years I don't know. No, I think it's it's gotta be twenty fourteen ish. Tiger's a stud. Okay, Tiger's back. This is crazy. This is crazy good for golf i um, excited to hit the golf clubs, uh, hit the golf courses with the golf clubs. Uh, I'm excited for a lot of stuff right now. And, you know, baseball season is just starting up. Uh, hopefully we get to play. Uh, we're going to play midget ball again, even though we're 19, which means we're not allowed to pitch, uh, which I'm half and half on. So. I think I could go play junior. But uh, I I guess I'll do that next year. Um, For now, though, I'm staying with the team and uh, staying with the boys. Uh, But we're paired with uh, our neighboring city this year. So, you know, baseball is not the most popular thing either. Uh, But I think eventually they'll pick up. Uh, I think it's a great game. It's a great, fun sport uh, for anybody, really. You know, you don't need to run that much, you don't need cardio, you don't, like it's not, soccer players run on average 14 kilometers a game, you know, no thanks, but uh, I'll take running 90 feet a couple times <laughs> uh, between the base paths for the one or two times you get there every game, uh, and hopefully we get to hit dingers, get to throw guys out, and hopefully just have a good time. I think... Baseball is a good time. You get to play. It's nice outside. You get the summer sky. You get, you get the summer evening sky, sunset sky, and then you get the nighttime when it falls. Uh, I think it's a beautiful game, uh, and if you don't think so, just watch the Sandlot and you'll be convinced. Uh, cause that's the best movie ever, by far. Cry every time. Uh, I cried a Moneyball too, but that's just cause it's fantastic. Uh, it's just purely filmed like. Fucking gods. Like, the guys who directed that movie are fucking smart. Uh, like, that scene where Hattie hits the dinger? That's that's crazy. That's something. You know, the A's are going to 20. And that's just... Right, it's a special scene. I think that's one of the memorable ones. Uh, yeah. So, excited for baseball. Excited for golf. Uh, and I think... Tiger got a lot of people going to Golf Town this week. That's all I'm saying. Tiger's like, y'all might want to hit the links. this. Uh. And I think a lot of people are excited. I think a lot of people probably already did hit the courses. Uh, again, I played my, last, my, my first round last year on April 23rd. And that's the plan for this year. I think this year the plan is to hit the golf course. By April twenty third, our birthday is next Wednesday. So, last round as an eighteen year old, because the first round I played, I played as a seventeen, which means I played set. I paid seventeen dollars for the first round last year, uh, and it wasn't even worth it because it's like still like spring prices or something, because the the grass is not that great yet. But the grass was great that day, and it was a beautiful morning, Monday morning. Uh, great day. Honestly, it was a fantastic day. Played with, oh, I think it was, it wasn't Steve. It was it Steve. I know it wasn't Raj. Oh, I think it was Raji. Except I know two Rajis, which is cool. I know one of them from the driving range and one of them from the course. I think it was Raji. Uh, Cool guy. Very chill guy. Uh, And he's like, yeah, you might know my son. Didn't know his son. Uh, Very chill guy. He was telling me all these golf things. And he was like, yeah, you know, have fun. And we had fun. We were the first guys out on the course. Uh, And I think we opened the course. So that was fun. That was, uh, we had to wait a bit though. uh, Because it was kind of frosted at first. So you can't really play when it's frosted. Uh, But once that goes away with the sun... When the sun comes out, you know, it was cold. The sun came out. was good. Played really early, 740-ish. That was fun, though. That was fun. And I think I'm looking forward to a bunch of more moments like this. You know, whatever. Like, people tell me, what the hell are you doing playing with old people? I'm like, what the hell are you doing not playing with old people? These people have a bunch of lessons to teach you. And it's fun. And you know what? Golf is an important skill. If you want to be business, What? Right? Why that is, well, you know, a lot of business people play golf. Yeah, we'll hit the links. Yeah, well, you should come play golf. Hit a fucking hole-in-one. Close that motherfucking deal. And then we'll have a beer over it, and I'll cover the beer charge. And you give me the goddamn contract. How does that sound? I don't know. Potential. Potential future. Let's just say, hopefully I'm not closing deals in the winter. Hmm? But anyways, it's on the table. That's why I need to move to Texas, by the way. If I can get more good weather like this, I'm good. I'm happy. So again, capitalize on the shitty days. Okay, The shitty days, don't sulk up and be like, oh, I hate my life. Do your fucking homework on the shitty days. So that way you have time to do the good stuff on the good days. Go out with friends. And if your friends aren't doing anything, just go out and hit balls by yourself. I don't know. Summer's amazing, summer's amazing, because every night is an opportunity for you to go out and do something, and you don't need a jacket, you just gotta wear maybe a hoodie every once in a while, at night, uh, maybe pants for mosquitoes, don't wanna get mosquito bites, those itch, and yeah, 36 minute podcast, the first episode back, and I think we talked about a lot of stuff, we covered a lot of content, content, enjoy the weather, enjoy the summer, we're back baby. And we're going to bring you, I don't know, maybe more stuff. Maybe more stuff next week. Uh, A lot of stuff going on next week. Thomas Rhett concert. Country music. Who's into country music? I've been over this. We don't know. Some people. Country music. Thomas Rhett. Is he really country or is he turning pop? Well, that's a whole other debate in itself. Roots. Country. Turning. Pop. Some people have... Some people take offense in that. Some people are like, whoa, whoa, whoa. this is not a real country. He's turning pop and so is Florida Georgia line. But I don't think so. I think, you know, whatever. People do what they can to get the most money. And if they like singing pop, then who gives a shit, right? It's got to twist the country and pop. Ooh, why, why, why are we to judge that, you know? Who are we to judge that? And why should we think it's wrong? So I think it's a good thing that we're seeing this sort of shift. Uh, I, I don't know. It's just personal opinion, but possibly, you know, eventually, uh, we might get tired of it. Still get, still love the classics. That being said, we're gonna end the episode there. Thank you all for tuning in to another Seashells podcast. Uh, make sure you tune in next week. We're gonna talk baseball again. Uh. Yeah, love this game, love the sport. We're going to talk golf. If ever you want to hit up the links, hit up the golf course with me, uh, just let me know, and we'll figure something out. We'll, we'll make it happen, for sure. Thank you. Bye-bye.